0: Hello, this is Mark Wiltshire. I'd like to thank you for choosing to listen to the Explore Finland radio show. Uh, I appreciate you joining me for what is the, the first episode of the show um, and I, I hope this is going to be a really exciting journey. Uh, I'm genuinely going to be learning as we go through this, uh, through the series. I I've realized i I've got a lot to learn about Finland. Uh, I've got a long list of subjects that I want to discover more about and I, I'm going to learn and I hope that you will learn with me. Today I'm really happy to be joined by Mari Dor. Uh, she's going to take me into the woods and teach me all about uh, how to locate and pick mushrooms, and, and what we can do with it. So Murray, thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thanks for asking. Thanks for inviting me, Mark.
0: So we're just sitting here now, talking before we go into the forest foraging for mushrooms. Uh, Murray, how did you get involved in in this living off the forest?
1: Um, I it is really really difficult to say how we how I got started. It's just something that we've always done. It's um, lots of families in Finland do it. Well, they just do it. We we pick berries, we pick mushrooms, we take supplies for decorating the house. You you just name it. It is it is just it's just what we do.
0: You have early memories of going out with your with your family with your parents.
1: Oh, oh yes, and um, and um, especially with my father, who was a student when I was little. So I I always went out with um he made a he made a rucksack, where I could I could come to the forest with him and his um, his classmates and uh, we picked mushrooms, uh, berries. So in, anyway, the forest is just a, like a it's like going treasure hunting basically, and it's very it's quite exciting to to enter, enter the forest uh, as um, when you have an idea that you're going to pick something. So the search is one thing finding is another
0: so i hope that we get lucky today let's let's see i, I know I, I know that you don't actually know the area of woods very well that we're going into so it is a bit of a potluck but let's let's see how we how we get on um one thing that will be unusual for for many people listening and it, it was unusual for me when i learned about it is this idea that you can just go into the woods picking i i've learned this phrase every man's rights but what, what is that in finnish and um what is the what is allowed basically under every man's rights
1: um so uh, in finnish that would be called oikeus," and it means that uh, everybody can go into into the forest into the fields anywhere basically unless they can't harm anything you know do not cause any harm. That is uh, that is the rule. But you can pick berries. You can pick mushrooms. Uh, you can't pick lichen okay. because that is harming the forest. And you can't break uh, branches or take take um, uh, furs. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But you can you can pick mushrooms and berries. You can um, before you were allowed to fish anywhere. But you can't, you can't do that anymore. You have to have a license for that. But
0: You have to have a license to fish. But, but once you have the license, pretty much everywhere is, yes. is open to yes. you. Which, again, is for me, coming from the UK, that's unusual. Mm. In the UK, the land is owned by someone. And that landowner can stop you from going on their land and mm. fishing and hunting and things like that. Mm. But that's definitely not the case here, even if the no. land... Is owned by somebody.
1: The, well, the land is always owned by somebody. But uh, in Finland, a lot of the forest forest areas are owned by the owned by the well, Republic of Finland. Yeah. Okay. So so uh, that's also something that's um, uh, one one thing that makes it easier to to enter the forest. But if it was my forest, I could not ban other people coming there. They can't. Um, with this whole picking issue, they cannot. They cannot go to somebody's um, garden, if somebody's got a very foresty, foresty garden or, or summer cottage, you're not allowed to go next to the house, or it's not considered good manners.
0: So if somebody's got um, vegetables growing in their garden, no. it's not every man's rights to go and help yourself to their carrots. <laughs> Indeed,
1: it? it's not. Yeah. And, and also, also, you have to um, understand that it's a very, very deep Finnish value to leave other people alone. So it's not really an issue that people would even want to go and pick berries in somebody else's, you know, back garden.
0: When you're in the woods looking for mushrooms, what what are you looking for in, to help you locate the right areas to find the mushrooms?
1: Well, it's usually moss. That is a good that is a good sign. If there is a, if there is a, lots of moss, lovely green, lush moss, moss, then then you you should be quite close. So if it's the right time of year, if it's been Damp enough, warm enough, or whatever the mushrooms need, and it's mossy. You're likely to find some. Is it a
0: different type of terrain depending on the time of year?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say so. I, I still would go for for moss after rain.
0: We're sitting here now. It's towards the end of October. We're looking for a particular type of mushroom when we go into the woods, but what about other times of the of the year earlier in the summer, for example?
1: Um, the first mushrooms you can usually pick in um, i would say may okay i I never do that because it's a, it is a very um, strange looking mushroom. it looks like a, a bunch of ears basically put together. <laughs> it looks very strange and it is slightly poisonous you need to you need to boil it uh, in water three times to to really? make it edible yes and and it is delicious it is really good but i don't have courage to courage to um you know to pick it and handle it myself
0: no i think anything that's slightly poisonous is yeah, probably yes best, 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 best to best
1: yeah exactly and um then the first ones that i would pick would come out in um well end of june and that's chanterelles and they can be very very early um at our summer cottage uh they grow on a very it's just a bare path basically it's with with clay and you would never expect anything to come out from that dry dry uh, soil but they just do and uh
0: so that's not so mossy.
1: That's not so mossy. Okay. There is there is moss on the sides, but they also also come up from the from the middle, which is very, very strange.
0: Yeah, I notice in my garden at certain times of the year in the middle of the lawn certain Oh yeah. Certain mushrooms come up. I've yeah. never I've never never considered eating them.
1: Well and you shouldn't before no. you find out what they are. Yeah. But chanterelles, yeah, definitely the first ones. After that, um, well, I don't have the names in English. Sorry, Mark, I should have checked. But uh, um, but in
0: Finnish, we can we can add the the translations into the show notes afterwards, and people can find them online. <clears so. throat>
1: All right. Well, I would say July is quite uh, It's not the best month for mushrooms in Finland. Although um, porcini might start coming up end of end of July. Um, definitely August. Uh, It's good for porcini and that's you know, that family of mushrooms. Um, In September, I would go hunting for oracas, which is a delicious, delicious uh, mushroom. Also lampaangääpä, which is sort of like called the sheep's mushroom. It's white and big. Uh, very very good very tasty and then uh, finally in the end of end of uh, well can't even say summer in the autumn there would come this vahvera, mm-hmm. which we're going to go hunt today okay
0: you you mentioned before about not eating what grows through my lawn until I know what they are how did how have you learned to identify them do you have a particular book or resource that you refer to or
1: Uh, No, I don't have a book or any other resource because I feel safer when I pick mushrooms that somebody showed, you know, showed me. And uh, I've I've known, I would say that I recognize about 15 edible mushrooms and I know them all because my family has been picking them. So it's sort of like this very old fashioned way of transferring information, you know, parent to child. And it's been, yeah, I do know that there are good books that that kind of show you the path that's how you start uh, figuring out what you're dealing with. But um, I feel safer, safer through somebody showing me.
0: Yeah, and I, I think if I had a book as well, I mean, I, I feel safer that I've got yeah. you showing me today. That, that gives me some reassurance. And, and if it's come from mm-hmm. generations of, of your family passing this information down, that, that, that feels good to me. I, I wouldn't actually trust myself to be reading a book and is that exactly what i'm looking at here and it, as i say it's a it's a fine line for me oh i guess it's a fine line between something edible and something deadly and i'm not prepared to walk that tightrope on my own
1: yes and and uh, quite quite seriously i don't think you should because some some mushrooms contain uh, poisons that just they just knock you out, and they just don't knock you out. They kill you. Yeah. So, so uh, it's it's better to be quite cautious.
0: Okay, you know? so we'll put that as a disclaimer here and now on the Explore Finland radio <laughs> show. Don't pick and eat mushrooms unless you really know what you're doing. And we're going out today to find very specific type of mushroom that Mari has been picking and eating for years. So we're going to keep we're going to keep safe and keep to something that we really understand. Okay, so we're now in the woods and. I have no idea what to look for. So, Marie, what what kind of woodland area are we looking for 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 the mushrooms?
1: Well, um, this is a bit marshy, so so we would be looking for for uh, a terrain with uh, with moss. Okay, uh, I would say. Pines and spruces. I suppose in England you refer to them as Christmas trees. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking
0: for a Christmas tree <laughs> forest. And...
1: Yes. And and not too. I mean, uh, for mushrooms, of course, they need water. But uh, it doesn't. Um, if it's too wet, then uh, the the plants that are on the ground uh, tend to be a bit different. Yeah. So okay. so we we basically need green moss and some fir trees.
0: Fine. Okay. So. I guess we're here now, we're, we're, we're just about to start hunting. Which way should we go?
1: I think if we head towards that bit there with okay. a lot of lichen, uh, that might be all right. Okay, let's head that way then. Let's all go. right, great.
0: So we've just come slightly further into the, uh, into the forest, like Murray suggested. Um, I can't see anything, but can, do you get a feeling we're on the right track?
1: Um, I don't think this is quite it. Uh, you can definitely smell mushrooms, but, um, there are some, if you can see, there's an old one there. Yes. Okay. Um, there were some old ones back there. It's Um, kind of,
0: now you say it's that, it's kind of that smell when you, (laughs) when you buy mushrooms from the shop and you, you take the lid off, you do get
1: that. Yeah, there is a mushroom, definitely a mushroomy smell. Um, but, uh, these that are back there, they are fantastic for, for making pickles and everything, but they're old.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm with you. Can't,
1: yeah, can't pick them now, but they are just, you know, they're beautiful.
0: I, I posted something on my website uh, a couple of weeks ago about the mushrooms that had sprung up in the forest near my mm. home, seemingly overnight. I guess they'd been coming and I just hadn't noticed, but... Uh, I haven't got a clue which ones are edible, but next next time I notice this, I'll be on the phone and we can go and see what you what you can identify.
1: Yeah, I only pick those I know.
0: Yeah, well that, that, <laughs> that makes sense. And, and same here, but I don't know any, so I don't pick any. Mm. Um, but they look amazing. I like I like eating yeah, mushrooms, pretty, but yeah. I'm, i I think brought up in suburban London.
1: Would, we were just I taught not, not
0: to pick mushrooms, so
1: I would definitely not eat a mushroom that's grown in suburban London. No, I
0: don't know if there are any that grow in suburban <laughs> London. That's the thing; I never and saw any wild ones. And
1: you know, Mark, the uh, mushrooms take uh, all the pollution, so they are—they just—they are sponges, basically. Okay. Do you know, original sponges were mushrooms, so so some kind of mushroom so so when you say that something takes things in like a sponge well mushrooms actually they really do that
0: so if you're in a, uh, a city area and you do find mushrooms they're just soaking up all the oh, yeah all the uh, rubbish that's in the air oh, all the pollution absolutely in the here the air is clean and yeah. beautiful so these things are hopefully sucking in healthy
1: yeah and mushrooms are healthy that's many people don't actually realize it they keep hunger at bay as well as red meat. Okay, and uh, they've got good proteins in, in excellent form. So, so anything, anything you, it, your body can use them protein really well also vitamin d lots of things so
0: yeah, yeah i heard recently people saying that protein is a, a good way to start the day there seems to be a movement of people that prefer some kind of protein in the morning and knowing yes. that mushrooms offers something similar
1: so so it kind of
0: feels a bit more healthy than having a steak sandwich <laughs> for breakfast
1: yeah yeah i mean you can debate whether steak is healthy or not well, no, that's true but uh i think steak in my opinion, it is healthy, but there are many opinions about I that.
0: guess living with a vegetarian, you have this debate <laughs> quite regularly uh, yeah, at home. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm allowed to eat, eat uh, organic meat. Okay. That's our compromise on this issue.
0: Which is good, which is good. Let's go and see if we can find yes. the actual the actual target that we're looking for Yeah. Um,
1: okay, let's head that way then. Hey, look, over here we've got some... Uh, chanterelles
0: okay so that's a that's a good start we found, yeah. we've been in here for about five minutes and you found something that's a good, yeah. good start
1: and chanterelles these are i think you know in, in finland regarded as uh, probably well definitely one of the best best mushrooms to eat it's extremely easy to recognize it's uh, it's all yellow um and it's kind of um what would you call this structure veiny
0: uh, yeah do you know what we I, I don't know what the underside of a, a yeah. mushroom is called but the but you're right the whole thing is a is one color whereas yeah. some mushrooms you find are, are like a white color with brown yeah underneath yeah. these are yeah. um, like are, yeah, all yellow, yellow. All, all over. yeah
1: and uh, well so the un- the underside of the mushroom is really important for recognizing a mushroom okay because if if it's got uh, sort of like little um, like a spongy layer of little holes that 's then you know that it 's it 's porcini or some some of that's that's a lot okay, and all of those are edible i think there 's one one in that family that 's not so okay. they 're really really safe to safe to pick, and the one that 's not edible it just tastes bad okay it 's not it 's not poisonous yeah okay we found four four chanterelles i mean this is not a big um, they 're quite small um, <clears throat> as they are. Um, it's really strange to see them this, type, type of, uh, this time of year because they, these are the first summer mushrooms often. Uh, we pick these uh, in, at the summer cottage. We probably get the first lot in um, end of June.
0: And you were saying that there are some old ones that yeah, are sort of old rotted ones, away old ones here. So these uh, are yeah. the late bloomers Yeah, this, and this def-
1: definitely. And there's been a frost. So, so this mushroom, I've, I, well... I've never seen it after frost before so this must be uh must be a place with a microclimate that yeah, doesn't okay. really doesn't really um get cold but yeah you can see plenty plenty of these um old ones here and uh we're going to leave there there are four more and I'm going to pick this little one but the rest we're going to leave because uh they've got this black stuff on their yeah. on their caps and and it's better to better to Leave them and let them be, you know, food for next year's. Let
0: know? the forest feed itself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good. Good stuff. Let's let's move on. See what we find.
1: All right. Look, who do we have here? Okay. So this is exactly what we came to the forest for. I I was starting to get a bit desperate actually. Okay. But hey, and and you know what? This this mushroom, supilawahbera, um, is uh, is something that's um, it's hard to spot. But when you see one, then you see about a thousand.
0: And you just you just spotted them, and as I, as you yelped, I looked down at my feet, and I was
1: you were stepping just ab- well, just about
0: to, to <laughs> t- t- tread on some. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. okay.
1: So this is this is uh, uh, this is really tiny. They they, this can be, of course, due to how old they are. They can be. This is about this the length of my little finger. Uh, the cap is about the size of my. Uh, a thumbnail yeah so we're talking about tiny uh the hat is light brown yes the leg is yellow and the and the um is it, a bit veiny under yes. under the cap
0: almost and looks a bit rubbery whereas some look a bit yeah. bit velvety
1: yeah yeah and these the lovely thing about these mushrooms is that they are so clean they don't have any you you can't find a slug inside one Yes, <laughs> which is which is really nice. Um, you don't. Is really... that an
0: occupational hazard for the mushroom yeah, yeah. collector?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I've got a knife with me. It doesn't have a brush because. Uh, my... Is that some kind
0: of special knife?
1: No, no. This oh, you just got a cover on it. This is just a okay. this is just a kitchen knife. But um, the real mushroom knife has got a brush in the other hand. Okay. Other hand, and mine is at the summer cottage at the moment. So, so I brought just to have something. But with. Um, With uh, sopilovahvera, you can basically just pick them. And uh, I mean, look, look here, Mark. These are there are so many. And they
0: just they just kind of come out of the ground without any real effort, and they're they're all clustered together. um, Well, yeah, in little in little groups. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's time for me to take my gloves off.
1: Yeah. Put my mic down and get stuck in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and uh, any I mean anywhere I look now, I can see them. So I think we will have a full bucket in about half an hour.
0: We've struck gold. Okay, let, yeah. me, let me switch this off and, uh, and get, get busy. All right, good. Right, so after a good half an hour or more crawling around the forest floor on our hands and knees, we finished for today. We've got a large bucket here that's, that's more than half full with, with mushrooms, and I'm delighted. Mari, what, what do you think? How did we do
1: I think we did well in the time that we were in the forest I think we did really well
0: Yeah I'm I'm pleased I'm I'm quite looking forward to uh, to getting these home and uh, and seeing what we can what we can make of it But once you once you've got the mushrooms back home wh- what do you do with them what do you need to do to prepare these mushrooms particularly and then in general and you know for storage and and, and keeping them
1: uh, for these mushrooms in particular I I like them dried and that's that's because they are so, so, uh, thi- you know, the flesh is so thin that they dry in, I would say, maybe three, four hours. And uh, they are very, you know, they're easy to store. They don't need much space. You just take a brown, you know, a, ba- a paper bag. And stick them in and put them on the shelf and they're ready to use and they're ready to go whenever
0: when you when you've dried them
1: mm-hmm.
0: does that restrict how you can use them again next time like I, for example I've, I've got in mind a mushroom omelet or something from these but once you've dried them can you use them in that in that same uh, way
1: yes yes you can but you have to have to take some time to uh, let them soak in water so but then i i use dried mushrooms for risottos very very often probably weekly okay so then i, I just stick them in water for about 10 minutes and so you then, like
0: rehydrate them after oh yeah, you've dried them yeah. out okay yeah. okay
1: uh, you can do blueberries the same way by the way you I can dry. Know. yeah that's the that's uh time before freezes what people used to do they dried blueberries and then they stick them in water
0: i've got some before. pictures on the on the website of earlier or uh, well, actually at the end of summer I went into the woods near where I live with Evie my daughter and we picked uh, puoluka, mm-hmm. which are uh, lingonberries now you've given me an idea that maybe we should meet up again sometime next summer and go looking for blueberries
1: oh indeed that, that would, would be, be nice yeah that yeah. would be
0: good okay mm-hmm. um, so you, you dry them at home
1: I dry them at home uh, I have a dryer but if you don't have one you can, you, you can just as well use an oven And uh, and if you have a sauna, you can use a sauna in England. (laughs) I think that might not be the case, but in in Finland, you do. Yeah, in in Finland,
0: uh, uh, people are just as likely to have a sauna in their home as they are an oven. I.e., pretty much everybody. Yes, yeah, that that is that
1: is correct.
0: If you're drying them in the oven, uh, what do you do? Turn the oven on and. And then often just put them in a in a warm oven, or
1: uh, no, they need they need a longer time. So so if I do them in the oven, um, it's probably fifty degrees Celsius.
0: So quite quite low heat.
1: Very the lowest heat your oven can do, and then you leave them in for several hours. Right. But the, with the with the oven, the problem is that it should be ventilated. So so once in a while, you need to have the hatch open but so so a dryer is really really easy and very convenient if you do if you dry herbs um seeds seeds anything basically then then the dryer is a good it's a good buy
0: so you you mentioned just now that your favorite recipe is the mushroom risotto um what else what else do you
1: I don't, I don't know if i would call it my favorite recipe but it, it definitely is one that we are eating in our house quite often my husband is veg- is vegetarian so so we need lots of um recipes that are well good for everybody let's put it that way <laughs> and uh, i've got this one fantastic recipe for mushroom risotto and that is just the easiest thing to do just throw everything together and always good uh
0: and and that's as you said, you just rehydrate the mushrooms a little yeah. beforehand, and then they're ready to go. They're
1: ready to go, and the water that you put them in it makes a beautiful um, sort of. You don't need a well stock basically, yeah, okay. so so you don't need to add any artificial stocks. You just use the water from mushrooms, and that takes care of it. Another way of uh, preparing mushrooms for the winter would be frying them in a in a well in a frying pan and the thing is that you don't use any butter any oil nothing you just put the mushrooms as they are on a well have to chop them first obviously but then you just put them on a on a very very hot dry frying pan and you let them you let them be there as long as the uh, soon when they when they when they touch the the pan they start sizzling quite soon and there is a lot of water that evaporates, and once you've done that, you can just stick them in little bags and and freeze them.
0: So it's a hot, dry pan, and the idea is to use that to remove the water.
1: Moisture. Yeah, yeah.
0: Does that? Does that? preserve them in a different way to drying them or, or when you're ready to use them again do you have to rehydrate them like you
1: you don't need to rehydrate them but you need to defrost them
0: <laughs> well yeah if you're putting them in the freezer i guess that makes, yeah. that makes so,
1: sense but this is one of the reasons why i prefer the dried mushrooms is that they are so quick to use uh i mean defrosting a bag of mushrooms can easily take an hour two hours and and just Putting moisture back in in uh, dried mushrooms takes
0: ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good tip. Good yeah. tip. Thanks. I've actually been thinking that we've got a better crop here than I was. I could have dreamed for. So this has been this has been a great experience for me. And and I'm going to take a a share of this. The the lion's share is going to Marie and Julian because she has to feed that vegetarian husband of hers. Uh, but I'm going to take I'm going to take my share home. And I've got in mind. Uh, a mushroom quiche.
1: Oh, beautiful! That's fantastic.
0: I've not, I've not made one before, so I'm, I'm probably going to, you know, rely on my friend Jamie Oliver <laughs> and his <laughs> online cookery book for some <laughs> tips. But that's what I've got planned. So we'll see how that comes out when, and I'll, I'll put a picture of that on the, on the website afterwards, so we can see the whole process from locating them picking them and
1: preparing them for food
0: preparing them for food which is the which is the whole point of it
1: so risottos quiches uh sauces there's a strange thing we called a mushroom salad which basically is uh mushrooms that have been in uh vinegar chopped and mixed with uh whipping cream
0: you mentioned pickled mushrooms when we're in the woods is this what you're referring to now when you say vinegar
1: yes i am and that is another thing that is made really easy these days you can go to the shop and buy a sachet that contains a preserved some well it's a powder that you mix with water and that's all all you need for pickling yeah, yeah pickling so, mushrooms.
0: So, so, almost like a, uh, a dehydrated vinegar or something like that to allow well, you to, to pickle them.
1: Yeah, yeah, something like that. And uh, they are delicious, they're really good. So, and you can do that with different kinds of mushrooms. I would like to go back to this frying drying issue. Yeah. Um, drying is good for mushrooms that are quite uh, light, uh, thin, thin structure. But such th-
0: as the super logo. Yeah, bathroom.
1: such as these mushrooms. But uh, I would, I would, use the frying pan for the um, for mushrooms with thicker flesh.
0: Okay. Because Wh- it takes why is that?
1: it just takes ages to dry. They they are okay. They are, will turn out fine if you try to dry them. But it just takes ages.
0: Because they're so thick, they're yeah, holding on yeah. to so much moisture. Okay. Yeah. good. Another good tip. I knew that, that that's what I would get when I mm-hmm. when I spoke to you today. So that's. that's good news yep. thank you very yeah. much you're welcome okay well i think i think that's pretty much everything for today um one final time Muddy. thank you for joining us thank you for taking me out with your family they're they're somewhere around here in the woods with us so uh thank you thank you for that
1: thank you for inviting me this has been fun and next year i think we'll go berry picking
0: that that sounds like a plan and I'd, I'd now just like to say if you enjoyed the show and you want to show your support then please take a minute head over to itunes to rate or review the show that will help me move up the ratings and and find a bigger audience remember you can subscribe to my mailing list on my website and i will be putting show notes up for each show and if you want me to email those to you when each new show is available then it will give you something to refer to while you're listening or after you've listened or provide a reminder that your that the new show is available Uh, and of course you can subscribe to the show when you're when you're on itunes and you're rating and reviewing uh, subscribing as well is a good is a big help for me of course you can also use social media to connect with me and also to spread the word amongst your friends about the things that you've learned here on the show also if there's a subject that you want to learn about i've got a, a list as long as my arm but if there's something you've heard about finland that you want me to go and explore and discover on your behalf i'm i'd be happy to hear from you on social media or through the through the website So until next time, thanks for listening, and I'll see you again on the Explore Finland radio show. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.